1: You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City Sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by M-Prize Bank, your partner, Impossible.
2: What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? This is Casey as an update, and as per what's become usual, uh start all these episodes off with a little nugget. Uh, The Chiefs offense ran 91 offensive plays in last night's 20 to 17 win over the Tennessee Titans. And that tied them for the third most offensive plays in a game in franchise history. And the only time that it happened more was actually twice against the New Orleans Saints back in 2012. And in 2020, the Chiefs ran 92 plays in both of those games against the Saints. And last night, uh, the Chiefs seemingly need all of those plays to get it done. Uh, Great to see Patrick Mahomes and the offense get it done when they were given enough opportunities. But again, this is KCSN Update, your daily Chiefs podcast and video from us here at KC Sports Network. I'm BJ Kissel, founder of KCSN and former Chiefs insider and sideline reporter. And it's Monday. That means we're going to be joined by ESPN's Matt Miller for our stock up, stock down report. But before we bring on Matt to get his thoughts on last night's big victory for the Chiefs, a quick word from our friends at DraftKings. NFL Sundays are only getting better and so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL right now. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets. If they do and check this out right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up, same game parlays, go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same game parlay and combine multiple bets. Like which team will win player props, point totals and more. And, and, for me, I like the anytime scores. Those are a lot of fun. You can go across the NFL, pick different guys, different teams uh, to score. They got different odds based on the likelihood of that happening. It's always fun. And you get some really good payouts. And with payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is my go-to in betting on the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code KCSN and place a $5 pregame money line bet to get $200 in free bets if your team wins Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code KCSN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, now let's welcome on Matt Miller to talk a little bit about that game last night. Matt uh, I, I said this earlier on the 10 Things episodes I recorded that that's one of those games as a Chiefs fan that you want to go back and watch again now that you know the results because it was not a whole lot of fun to watch in the moment. That was a very frustrating game.
1: It was a fun football game for those of us that like, aren't a fan of either team and just like good football. I think, honestly, I, I, Mike Vrabel is one of the best coaches in the NFL and he does, I don't think he gets that credit. I was really happy yeah. to see Patrick and, and Andy and other people talk about the challenge that comes with playing him when I was having this conversation during the game with some people is that Tennessee is just so physical and they're a great barometer for where you are as a football team, because you know that you're going to get, it's such a cliche, but you know, you're going to get punched in the mouth for 60 minutes. It might not always be pretty, you know, with a, a rookie quarterback in there and guys at wide receiver that I don't even remember scouting coming out of college. Right. <laughs> I mean, they don't have AJ Brown out there anymore. Traylon Bergs is not out there right now, you know, so it's, it, it's, it's an offense that is simple, but was still effective. And it's a defense that is great with a pass rush that has depth in the secondary. And I think that that is a game that you can look in and say, okay, that's almost a playoff type football game where you're not going to score 45 and I score 50, you have to find creative ways to win. And they did it. And you know, it's Mahomes tucking and running for 20 plus yards. It's the, I mean, I don't know how many more accolades we can give that guy, but, that's a gamer to just have someone be like my son and I were talking about it this morning and it was like no one was open and Pat's just like I'm gonna win this game for us and it's it's awesome to know for you guys that 15 is the best doing it right now and and he's every week it feels like we had closer to saying he's one of the best to ever do it
2: yeah I you bring up that point about and we just, I just got done recording the 10 things episode where I spent like 18 minutes, just listing off all of the things that Patrick <laughs> Holmes is doing, the pacing, the superlative records, the first yeah. 75 career. I mean, Within the next four games, so right now he's at seventy-one career starts. Uh, When he gets to seventy-five, he's going to have the most wins, the most touchdowns, and the most yards in the first seventy-five starts of a player's career. And we're not talking about some random, you know, on Sunday night game like all those like those baseball type stats where you add all those qualifiers in there, like you're moving those endpoints. Right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, We're talking about yeah, Big Twelve quarter, whatever it is. Talk about the most wins, yards, and touchdowns. Like wins fine quarterback wins is very it triggers some people yards and touchdowns (laughs) like any way that you look at the most 300 yard passing games 400 yard passing it doesn't matter uh he's going to be up there with all of them but i really like the point that you made about uh mike vrabel because i i agree with you i think that he's one of the more one of the most underrated coaches and it always goes back to the point that i made when the chiefs won the super bowl is that you really have to be a complete team on both sides of the ball because you yeah. are going to face teams that give you different things. For the Chiefs to go and win a Super Bowl this year, they're going to have to beat a team like Tennessee in the playoffs, which gives you right. a completely different kind of challenge than the Buffalo Bills, or you go face the Cincinnati Bengals and the High Fly, like all the different things you have to be able to pre- prepare. And yeah. perform at the highest level against these teams that have these specialized things that they do, and they're so good at it.
1: And I, I know you and I. I don't think we plan to talk about this today, but this is what's going to happen. This is where I think the rest of the AFC West messed up. And I think you can look at how they're playing right now. Is they tried to build teams to beat Kansas City, and they're not even like. But you can't beat Jacksonville. Because Jacksonville is going to give you different problems than Kansas City does. And the beauty of Brett Veach and Andy Reid and that entire staff is that they've reinvented this team. So if you say, "Okay, well, we're going to be able to beat Kansas City. We're going to take away the deep ball. We're going to play three safeties. okay, well, now we have guys like Juju who are just, you know, nine yard specialists. And it's not as much as the over the top stuff. It's more of a consistent, you know, long drives. Uh, to keep the defense off the field, which is great, because they, they play with a lead so much that other teams are going to be throwing the ball. So there's yep. there's a lot of football psychology that goes into this team building that we could probably spend the offseason talking about and giving this team its it's due. But I think last night is – I mean, that to me, that is – other than maybe the San Francisco game, it's the biggest win of the mm-hmm. season for Kansas mm-hmm. City because you showed against both those teams with great pass rushes great defenses, strong run games that you can line up and, and really play a physical brand of football instead of, hey, let's go outscore the Cincinnati Bengals or let's try to right. you know outscore the Los Angeles Chargers. You, you're showing that there's a toughness to this team that has kind of maybe been missing a little since the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, there, It's interesting because as a Chiefs fan watching that, uh, we did a second screen watch party, so we were live the whole time. I had to, uh, when Bucker missed the field goal, I got up and just walked off, like I was so pissed. The field goal or the um, extra
1: point?
2: <laughs> yeah, the extra point. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. paying attention, and it was just like seriously. Yeah. And after the field goal, I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I'm more confident in him kicking a 60 yard field goal on a bum ankle uh, than I am. Uh, a, obviously he hit the 28 yarder to win it, which was still a little uh, worrisome. Which is not what oh, you want to well. see from the kicker. Yeah, it's not what you want to. The wind whatever uh wasn't there so i don't know what those you know conditions were but we're talking about a, a kicker that was considered the second best kicker in the nfl behind justin tucker i think justin tucker's in a, a tier of a yeah. tier of his own uh, but now like we're worried on extra points like we're worried on like yeah. having to pay attention to these things and it was just something that we'd kind of taken for granted of him being one of the becker better kickers and He's struggling, but it's interesting in that game. Before we'll get to your stock up stock down here in a sec, but that game's interesting because no matter what where you want to talk about uh, that game, you could talk about the Chiefs offense and you could talk about all the crazy things that Mahomes did and the plays that I mean Kadarius Tony got a little bit involved. Saw McCall Hardman makes yeah. some plays, Travis Kelsey uh just continuing to show uh, that he's kind of unbeatable. Big throws uh made to Juju Smith Schuster to Noah Gray uh making that no, no a great person. catch yeah it stupid um stupid good i thought it was kelsey like i was on the live stream like that's why kelsey's yeah. one of the best and they're like that was no gray i was like oh my same god three. yeah good for yeah. you buddy uh but then offensively you could talk about the offensive line and where they struggle there's so many different things you can talk about same on the defense a lot of positives a lot of things that you could be worried about particularly early seem to make the adjustments and fix it i don't want take some of the points that you're going to make as we get into stock up stock down but it's such an interesting game to discuss and that's why i always enjoy talking with you matt because this is going to be a fun conversation
1: yeah and like you said it's a game that i think a lot of people like i don't know that you guys are going to queue up the dvd of you know week nine against the titans and be like this was the moment <laughs> but you might be you know you might be when it's all said and done
2: this third and 17 scramble, Mahomes, like that was the play of the game. I looked at Kent and I was like, if they come back and win this game. That's the play that I'm going to say, like, that's where everything changed because not a lot was yeah. going right. They were against the Sticks. Tennessee does everything right and they show uh, Vrayball on the sideline. It was just one of those, like, oh crap. Like he yeah. did it again. And Mahomes scrambling yeah, the, look against the Titans like- has been a thing. You do everything Sometimes right, you and he know you, still makes. It exactly.
1: Right. Sometimes you know you can't stop it, right? You have the perfect play called. You have the perfect package of, of personnel out there, and Vrabel again. I I want to give him his credit. He's one of the best doing it right now, and you got everything going right, and then he just does that, you know. And yeah. I don't know what you do. <laughs> I don't know. So you want? Know, let's start there with stock up, BJ. Um, yeah, let's do Patrick it, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> um was the offense I know you kind of made the joke about like ah oh, QB wins people hate those people do hate those and I, I'm usually one of those people it's like hey it's, it's 53 guys on the roster uh, people... not last night
2: I think Chiefs fans hate it because it was used with Alex Smith so much that they didn't want to talk about it when it was with Alex Smith they want to talk about it when with Patrick Mahomes it's a different story but anyway I think that's why it yeah. triggers a lot of Chiefs fans
1: I get that. Yeah, but it is demeaning almost at sometimes, you know, as well. Yeah. So, but I think with Patrick, you look at that, I mean, you go watch the game, look at the box score, whatever you need to do. He was the team last night. I mean, you know, throwing for uh, it, Texas Tech numbers, you know, how many times they threw the ball, but also leading the team in rushing, you know, I mean, I was mean, like nine rushes for 63 yards, which, you know, speaks to the struggles they were having up front last night. But for a, I, I think for a player to just take over a game, you know, it, I use this analogy a lot. I'm sure people outside of Kansas City get tired of it, but it's like watching Michael Jordan when Scottie's not hitting and Jordan would just be like, all right, I'm not passing you the ball anymore. I'm just going to do this myself. And and Mahomes last night, there was a lot of that to, to his play of. We're not getting open. We're not protecting. More importantly, not protecting very well. I'm just going to have to do something to will a victory almost – and it's one of the better games I've seen him play without, you know, one touchdown, one interception, not the gaudiest stop stat line, but one of the best games that he's played. So I think stock up is – he's the MVP favorite. I think the Chiefs are back to being, you know, talked about as the <laughs> Super Bowl favorite after we – Buffalo has not looked good the last couple of weeks. Um, not taking away from the New York Jets, who played a really good game, but the Bills have yeah. struggled offensively. I think you have to put Kansas City back in the driver's seat, and Mahomes is that reason.
2: Yeah. And I love the fact that you had 11 I mean, obviously through 68 passes. So a lot, there's a lot of targets to share around in that yeah. game last night, but 11 different guys caught a pass for the chiefs offense. And and we saw with Kadarius, Tony getting involved super early in this game. Um, but yeah, Juju again, 10 receptions, 88 yards. Uh, you make it a, talk about patrick mahomes um and not that he had a perfect game and it'll be interesting for him to go back and watch and i'd be yeah. really curious their analysis of that game especially felt like when he left the pocket is the time that he should have stayed and it's easy for us to say you know uh just kind of analyzing it but we've also been uh,
1: saying that about him for six years you know <laughs> like
2: yeah but the time that he in hung box. in the pocket wow. that's when i was like get yeah. out of there like the whole thing right. is imploding get out and it's like right. he'd scramble when he didn't and then vice versa but uh, the guy makes enough plays, but uh but yeah, you could also tell they were exhausted. The Titans defense was yeah. exhausted at the end of that game. So um, Jeffrey Simmons, you know.
1: I thought they were gonna to have to bring the card out for the guy at the end of the game, which oh my god, yeah. what a player he is. Like I know we yeah. we come on here and we want to talk the Chiefs up, but Jeffrey Simmons, Derek Henry, Mike Vrabel, if you could have respect for a competitor, start there because those guys yeah. are are phenomenal.
2: Yeah, give them credit. I don't know about David Long. Uh, I don't really know how I feel about that guy getting in Travis Kelsey's face as much as he chippy. does. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're talking to the greatest to ever do it, buddy. Like, you really don't want to yeah. piss that guy off. But and you, you know, all they... get
1: used for a guy with the same name who played at Michigan. You know, so it's like, wait, which David? Is this West Virginia David Long or is this Michigan <laughs> David Long? Which guy are we talking about?
2: Yeah, I think we could probably start every video every Monday with Stock up being Patrick Mahomes. Interesting, you say that yeah. you know front runner for the MVP. Um, Obviously, that would help my DraftKings bet that I put on uh, for Patrick Mahomes to win MVP at the beginning of the year. Uh, And I thought I was going to hit on my 500 yards passing in a game uh, for Patrick Mahomes this season. I was like, that would have been the best opportunity. Yeah. Still didn't quite get there, but, hey, there'll be more opportunities. All right. What else you got for Stock Up following the game last night?
1: Yeah. uh, I have a look at my notes this week. Stock Up, Colin Saunders, uh, career game for Colin. And I was happy that Chris Collinsworth was shutting him out last night. Uh, makes you think the coaches probably knew this would be a big game for Colin because of uh, what he's able to do with his quickness in the interior. Um, you know, a guy who had such a, a bright flash early in his career and then just kind of settled into being a role player. Last night was a, a hallmark game for him, and it's super important—not just the pass rush, but stopping Derrick Henry, who you know really was ineffective in the fourth quarter when they, the Tennessee offense, couldn't get anything going. And I think Saunders—you know, Chris Jones is Chris Jones. He's amazing. No. I, I actually think Chris is having the best year of his career, but mm-hmm. you know, with Frank Clark out, someone else on the D-line needed to step up. I like Carlos Dunlap had a really good game as well. Uh, but, but Sanders is the guy that really stood out to me.
2: Yeah. I I'll always shout out Colin Saunders. We did our post game show last night and we did our toast game, uh, kind of like our MVPs and I knew somebody else was going to bring up Mahomes, homes and I went first and I brought up Colin Saunders. Uh, I'm biased because yeah. I love that dude. I'm going to support that dude, uh, he works his tail off. He's a genuinely good dude. He's got a young family. It's in like a contract type year. So like, I want to see him, uh, not that he's going to break the bank, nothing like that. But those are the guys that give him three or four year deal. That's life-changing money. Uh, for him, for everything that he's yep. put into this, and so for him to to make plays in a really crucial time, not just for the Chiefs team, uh, and I know that's how he t- thinks and all of that, but me selfishly rooting for a guy that I know personally, uh, wanting him to to step up and make those plays and make a case to to keep him around, give him a couple years, some guaranteed money uh, to put in the pocket, and you know take care of his family, like love to see it uh, with Colin. But yeah, uh, his combination of size and quickness is so rare that even going back to training yeah. camp, there were a lot of people that didn't think Colin Saunders was going to make the chiefs team. And my whole point from the beginning was a, I think he's going to make it anyway. Cause I'm rooting for the guy to make it, but also you can't find guys with that size and that kind of quickness on right. like a practice squad. You can't hide that. Like you can hide like a, a middle linebacker and a special team four core special teams guy. You can't find guys like Colin Saunders just anywhere.
1: Yeah. And I mean, guys step up when you need them to, he, he absolutely did last night. I mean, Nick Bolton had a couple great stops. Joshua mm-hmm. Williams is the best tackling cornerback in football, apparently. So it was really, it was an all around impressive performance by the defense. I know a lot of people are going to say like, well, they only threw the ball like nine times or, you know, didn't have a completion to a receiver. All those things can be true. And we could talk about the struggles of Malik Willis or, you know, having to simplify the game plan for him, but it's yeah. it goes back to that saying, they get paid too. When you can shut an offense down like that, especially in the second half, it, the defense deserves credit. When I mean, it's the NFL. You know, this isn't, you know, uh, an SEC team against a, a directional school. You know, this is all professionals.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
2: All right. Do we have any more for stock up before we move on to stock down?
1: Unfortunately, that's all the good news, but I, I, you know, I feel like we highlighted (laughs) a lot of players. There's a lot to walk away from
2: before we move on. I'm going to give a quick shout out to Steve Spagnuolo as well. I thought they did a great job adjusting. We make a a lot about halftime adjustments. I'm sure you've gotten the looks before. It's like, they don't have time to sit in they don't have these big team meetings during halftime. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. They don't going to the bathroom. They may meet as like, you know, their position groups, but um whatever adjustments they did make on the sideline in between, you know, snaps, I don't, whether it was that they weren't necessarily prepared for Malik Willis and some of the, the run, the RPO option stuff that they were doing, they, yeah. you know, not a lot of what Tannehill does, uh, whatever they did in the second half really shut that down. Um, safeties looking more towards the quarterback, keeping the ball in those situations mm-hmm. where they got burned early in the game. Uh, so I thought it was a great job by Steve Spagnolo to make those adjustments in and, um, and, get it going for the chiefs defense and really shutting it down. We talked about it earlier, 10 yards, the chiefs defense gave up in the second half and overtime combined.
1: Crazy. That's Nuts. like, that's not modern football to do that, you know? So <laughs> yeah, you're right. Spagnola deserves a, a a cold beer today.
2: All right, there you go. All right, let's move on to stock down, Matt. What do you got for us?
1: I only have one this week and it, it hurts my heart to do this to my guy, but Andrew Wiley Oof, that was that was not great and you know really the whole offensive line struggle bj i thought yeah. trey smith that was i think that's the worst game i've ever seen trey play there's a i think it was late fourth quarter maybe early overtime orlando brown jr got rocked at left tackle and and mahomes got flushed because of it so let's again give credit to the tennessee defense that's a very good defensive line it's built with big powerful players this is not you know, a team that's going to have a NASCAR package with 240 pound defensive ends out there. These are grown men, you know, 275 at defensive end. And that the chiefs offensive line struggled. And I think it's, it's why we saw Mahomes have to lead the team in rushing. It's why there were so many throws outside the pocket. I think some of his mistakes came from not having time. You know, there was a play where Meekle was wide open. Pat can't get the ball there because he's, he's so pressured and rushed. So, if some of them are going to have to clean up because I guarantee you, everybody's watching it and saying, all right, we, if we run power over the right tackle, we can, we can affect this team, especially Mahomes loves going right. You know, he drifting, creating, uh, trying to give his guys more time to get open. It's all to the right, you know? And so we, I think that's the key. They got it. Whether it's now that no grace back, God bless you. Uh, keeping you. somebody there to chip to help out. But as much as I give Wiley a lot of credit for being that, that fifth guy that no one talks about a whole lot, yeah. the other side of that is when you have a game like last night, it's gonna show up. It's gonna stand out, I should say. So Yeah, we talk, he'll he'll get talked we talked about better, Trey Smith. Yeah.
2: We talked about Trey Smith on the postgame last night. And for a player that still great draft pick, just not the game that he's gonna wanna go back and uh put on his highlight reel. Not a great game for Trey. Jeffrey him
1: Simmons and, gives a lot of people a bad day, you know, and, so it's not it's not that Trey's not good. He's he's great. Tre- Jeffrey Simmons is just fantastic.
2: And that was one of the things I asked Craig on our postgame show last night is how much of what we saw is something that other people could repeatedly do or they just can't be like, well, we don't have the dudes up front. We don't have the scheme that Mike Vrabel does. Yeah. That's not something that other teams can go copy and necessarily use against the Chiefs. But overall – we're having a lot more conversations about the offensive line struggling than a lot of people expected going into the season.
1: Yeah. well, We talked about it with Buffalo. You know, we even talked about it against yeah. the Colts, which, God, how weird does that loss look right now? So I, I think that is one of the things. And it's it's really been the, the tackles. I think the interior has been yeah. very, very good, very solid. Um, but it's that tackle play. And, and unfortunately, like we talked about to start this interview, BJ, a lot of teams, to they built to beat the Chiefs, and they went – pass rusher heavy on the outside the raiders did it the chargers did it the broncos no. uh tried to do it before they traded bradley chubb the bills did it with von miller um you know the dolphins hit, are a contender and they've really built on the edges so the chiefs are going to see a lot of teams that have those dudes on the edge so it's it's a problem that has to get fixed
2: yeah all right let's move on what else do you got for stock down
1: that's the only one okay that's it I thought I really thought it was a good game Uh, I know it was like low scoring and a lot of people would think like you would have more bones to pick I guess Harrison Bucker we could say yeah Um, that's I was gonna bring up I, I don't understand it I'm with like the dude is good for like a missed extra point every couple weeks he's better from 50 yards out than he is from 48 yards in I don't I don't completely understand it. And it's not just the ankle. Like, this was a problem last year. Right. So it's,
2: and you're not cutting him. Yeah. It's not like he's not going to be the kicker. He's right. the guy. So you're just going to have to deal with the fact that you're going to be holding your breath on every extra point and every field goal. Yep. And I hate it because it got to the point with him where it was just like, oh, he's going to drill this one. Like, he is going in. Na- like, when he gets yeah. in the zone, he is on fire. Like, going back to the, the Vikings game, like when they won the Super Bowl, like, he had hit so many big kicks for yep. there to be so much history with him that should give us confidence and all of that is gone at least for me. If you're watching well, this, up. let me know in the comment yeah. section. Let me know if you if if I am out to lunch here. I just he's going to be the guy and now I'm going to be sweating every kick going into the playoffs and late in the season. It's just not yeah. an area of the game that I wanted to have stress and maybe it's, you know, it's kind of what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, a luxury uh, that other teams yeah. don't necessarily, unless you're Baltimore, everybody feels this way. It's just, we didn't yeah. feel like we had to kicking quarterback play solid. Don't have to worry about it. I got to worry my about guy.
1: My guy, Dicker, the kicker was out there on the street, just waiting to be picked up and look, he's hitting game winners for two different teams this year. So I'm just saying, uh, anytime you need a kicker, go to Austin, Texas. That's the spot.
2: Yeah. And I appreciate you not bringing up the game.
1: I had a Texas hat. I was going to wear, but i the Colts fired their head coach this morning, so I was busy, forgot <laughs> to put it on.
2: Uh, I I shouldn't laugh
1: about it. Great that. game. Not great, but- it was a great game.
2: Yeah. Uh, lo- luckily for me, and I know you texted me, I did not watch the K-State-Texas game. For anyone who's listening, uh, I know he's a big Texas fan. Obviously, I'm a big K-State fan. I uh, Terrible K-State fan, but forgot we had an engagement. Uh, and so I was not able to watch that game. And now looking back, kind of glad I didn't.
1: Sometimes those are the best days when you're like, i not able to watch my team play today especially as a Texas fan. Those are usually the days they lose a heartbreaker to a team like Kansas. and You're like, oh well, good thing I took the kids to the pumpkin patch today.
2: Yeah. K-State had had a lot of success over Texas throughout the years. So it was nice to to get one back. I had a conversation with Alex Okafor uh, earlier last week, and uh, he did not want to talk about K-State Texas because he's not a big fan of (laughs) K-State. So uh, we just avoided that subject altogether. But but yeah. That's ESPN's Matt Miller, man. Appreciate you for joining us, just like he does every Monday for his stock up, stock down report. You can catch Matt's work covering the NFL draft and the NFL for ESPN. Matt, what do you got working on? What can you promote that people can find your work?
1: Yeah, it's a busy week here, BJ. We kind of are mid-season, <laughs> so we're updating our team needs. I, I shouldn't say updating. We're releasing our team needs. Uh, top need for every team, myself and Jordan Reed, who does a, an amazing job. Uh, We're doing our top rookies. I had to vote this morning on my top 15 rookies. So uh, mid-season point, we've got some teams already asking me for big boards and mock drafts. So, you know, we'll be getting into that stuff here shortly, too. All
2: right. Not a lot of better people to follow for the NFL draft than Matt. So maybe our guy DJ, uh, he's up there. But uh DJ DJ's and Matt will be a couple. A <laughs> couple of the guys uh, to, to find the yeah. best content covering the NFL draft. Always a great time of the year, but uh, for Chiefs fans, they're not thinking about the offseason yet. But the rest of the AFC West might be shortly, although the Chargers pulled out the one against the Falcons. That would have been nice is the, Fal- right. or the Chargers still just hanging around Uh, But anyway, appreciate you, Matt, uh, and appreciate everybody for listening to this episode, whether you're watching uh, on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcast platform. Appreciate you for spending part of your day with us and supporting what we're doing here at KC Sports Network. You've got the laboratory going live tonight, Monday night at 8 p.m. We'll have plenty more content getting you ready for the Jags game. Well, breaking down this win over the Titans for a couple more. A um, couple more days and then moving on to the Chiefs game against the Jaguars uh, and the fighting Doug Petersons next week. So that'll be fun. A lot of storylines in that one, but we'll see y'all later.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium?